Welcome to Live, Love, Laugh with Asia Frazier, brought to you by Reach For It, where persistence is key. Welcome to Live, Love, Laugh. I'm your host, Asia Frazier, and today we're going to be reaching into the core of the talented photographer, Dan Beckvin. This podcast is brought to you by Reach For It, where persistence is key. So Dan, tell me, how are you living? Which basically means, how are you feeling today? I am feeling better than I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> right this second. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. And who or what are you loving? Um, Everybody, everything. You know, I'm, um, we're, we're living out in the open air. Just took my dog for a walk, you know, shot some nice photos. We're writing a Christmas show. We're living our best life. It's all good stuff. Okay. Okay. And what made you smile today? Uh, well, you. Oh, thank you. That, that means a lot. <laughs> okay. So now we're going to jump right into it. So tell me, how did your journey of photography start? Um, so I was working as a singer on cruise ships and yeah, we were in the port up over in Norway, which turns out is unbelievably beautiful. So I was over there just kind of like enjoying the landscape, really connecting with the wild, the, the wildlife and the environment. And I thought, I wish my dad always had cameras. So he was always taking pictures of theater and stuff when I was growing up. And I thought, why don't I just get an entry level kind of DSLR camera and see if I can start capturing some of this beauty and, um, that was really the basis of it was starting just trying to capture what I was seeing out in Norway and Iceland. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So you do sing. So you sing as well. Do you still sing or do you mainly just do photography? I, I So normally I make, make my living as a touring performer. Um, okay. I'm part of a two person touring group called letters from home with Aaron Durth. And under normal circumstances, we're touring, like we're on the road, like 250 days a year. Um, but obviously that, that ain't it right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, COVID stopped a lot of things. Yeah. So, what gets you most excited when you're taking a picture? Um, I think it's so. I primarily do landscapes and nature and wildlife, and there's something about being alone, just you and the huge, beautiful world, um, that I find very. Um, thrilling to capture. So a lot of times I'll capture something where it's like a single animal kind of facing out and looking over this gigantic landscape on earth. And it just kind of, to me, that helps, that just captures what I feel like a lot of time when I'm out in nature was just this, this little small thing in this big, beautiful world. Um, I also think it's like the opposite of performance. It is like, whereas when I'm performing, I'm generating all this energy and I'm bringing attention in photography mm -hmm. is sort of like I'm out there as a silent spectator capturing the energy that just is right 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 so what do you think that you see outside that most people may not capture like colors, shapes there's just a lot out there i mean something that even even in this country there's a lot you you can we do a lot of driving and a lot of touring so i see a lot of landscapes and it's just the diversity of the landscape, both subtle and huge, even just in this country, but in the world, um, is kind of mind blowing. Like, 
and and it it all got put there at some point you know what i mean something happened that this earth in a certain way and just i don't know man it's it's it you look at a sunset over the mountains and you see the 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 rays just shooting through the clouds and illuminating trees and life and it's it's beautiful it's just pure beauty Right, right. I love how excited you get back and tell that you really I, love. <laughs> you I really love it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So when going to a shoot, what do you make sure you bring other than your camera? Well, a lot of times I stumble on things. I try to just have my gear with me. I have a nice backpack where I just pack a couple of cameras and some lenses. Um, and so, you know, you never know when you're going to stumble on a photograph that's gonna be your next favorite thing you've ever shot. So, you know, they always say the best camera you have is the camera you have with you. So I just try to have something with me. I like to have a couple of different lens options with me and a camera. Um, other than that, you never know, like I will I will manufacture tripods out of tree branches and litter and stuff. So, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty low maintenance when it comes to what I need with me. Right, right. I love that, though. I feel like that's a, that's a beauty in it. I, I love that because most mm-hmm. people like, no, I have to have my gear, you know, but you're like, hey, no, let's go make something right quick. Exactly. I like that. Cool. Okay. What is the hardest part about being a photographer? That's a great question. Um, <laughs> I, don't, that, I don't know why that's so hard to, for me to answer. I've never thought about that. The hardest part about being a photographer is probably um, capturing something to look as beautiful in two dimensions as it is in three dimensions, maybe, Um, you know, when you take a picture, you're flattening out this three-dimensional world and you're, and whether it's people or, or landscapes or animals, you're taking this three-dimensional image and the visceral feeling of being there. And you're trying to pack it into basically what someone's going to look at for five seconds on Instagram. Right. So I think the challenges with landscapes, how do you make this enormous, beautiful site that is just humbling and make it and translate that feeling through a photograph. Um, and then people, the biggest challenge and the most fun thing is that people have vibrant personalities and very unique, everybody's different. And again, you're capturing just a sec, like a split second of their face. How can you package who that person is and how they feel and the way, the unique way they interact with the world into, into a photograph. That's, I guess that's probably the, most concise yet rambling answer I can give. <laughs> no, no, I love it. Okay, so what is your favorite moment that you've captured? Ah, uh, that's hard. Um, I there's when it, when it's people, it's usually laughs. Um, you know, if I'm shooting people, my favorite images always come out as the ones where because I'm always joking with them and trying to, you know, you try to match their energy and create a comfortable environment so they can show their true self because cameras are intimidating, right? right. Most um, definitely. <laughs> you try to coax them into, into a natural state and a lot, my tactic with that tends to be trying to make them laugh, you know? Um, and, and if you make them laugh, like there's no, there's no falseness about it. You just capture a snapshot of like real them. So probably right. people laughing when it comes to shooting people. So if cameras didn't exist, what would you do? Uh, everything I was doing up until, because I only became a photographer about three years ago. Um, oh, so it's pretty new. It's pretty new, and I never really had an interest in it. And it just kind of, it's, it's definitely the most out of left field hobby that I ever picked up and passion. Um, so I'd still be performing, and I'd still be 
enjoying the outdoors and enjoying the beauty of the world, but I just wouldn't be probably capturing it. I'd probably have to learn how to draw. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that's a hobby that you could pick up right now? I am an awful artist. I'm (laughs) absolutely wretched. So thank God for cameras. (laughs) I'm very positive you would make a mean stick figure. (laughs) Granted, I can stick figure my way from here to Timbuktu. You know. (laughs) Right. So how has COVID affected you and your crafts? Um, it's, it's made me adapt in ways that have actually excited me. Um, I'm not really a person, I am a person who will get into a groove, but I'm also a person who gets uncomfortable in, in a groove. Um, I get bored easily and I feel stagnant very quickly. So COVID came in and kind of said, Hey, you know, everything you're doing with your life and how you're making money and making, making it go. No. So, uh, so it was, it was just, it was a way, how can we continue to create? Cause I also have a children's theater company. I know we're talking about photography right now specifically, but no, no, anything, but all the things that I do and have done, we've my, my partner, Aaron and I, business partner, life partner, all this stuff. We, we've been very excited working with community members and things to try and adapt what we've done to this new medium, which tends to happen like in in this frame. Um, so it's actually been really exciting. I feel more creative, um, and innovative than I ever have just because I've had to be. So I love that. Okay. I love that. Okay. So how would you want to influence your community? Uh, man, you have, you are a good question asker. <laughs> Thank you. Um, positively, I guess I, you know, I want people to be, I'm, I'm a big truth seeker. Like I'm really kind of over obsessed sometimes with finding truth, which now is very, very, very difficult. Um, and, but I also think that life shouldn't be taken too seriously. So I hope that people, um, you know, right now, especially with the election going on, people are really anxious and angry and upset and sad and scared. And I hope that um, influencing the community to maybe take their mind off of that a little bit and and find truth in friendship and, and, and fun and laughter and like everyday stuff and not taking things too seriously, I guess. I don't know. I... I it's hard to it's hard to approach life with with humor all the time without especially now being viewed as someone who's not considering the state of things. Right, exactly. Everybody's so tense about everything. It's like, no, that's that's not right. That you have to think about others. Like, no, I'm trying to think about others. I'm trying to express something. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and, and if you it's almost like if you don't feel anxious and upset about things in the way that other people do, they feel like they're not being heard. But I've always been somebody who I just, I will make a joke about anything and everything. And it's gotten me in trouble in the past, but like, um, you know, I just life shouldn't be taken too seriously and, and, and life's better with a laugh, you know? So, um, I don't know if that even begins to answer the question. I don't know where I am anymore, but, um, no, no. So have you ever thought of making like a project 
of like maybe let's say you start a collection where you start taking pictures of people like laughing and make a collage or do something like that to maybe like influence people in a positive way. Yeah, I, I've I have all these pictures hanging around from shoots because without a like I said without a doubt there's there's laughter pictures and they're always my favorite and I think um, maybe you and I can tackle it together working on some kind of project that just cohesively stitches that together and shows. It's hard because because I <laughs> you always want the work you do to be important. Right. And and that feels like a lot of pressure to to just I would want to make it a groundbreaking project, but sometimes it's nice to just put stuff out there and let it be. Right. Um but yeah, I have thought about that and I just don't really know open to suggestions by by the way, listeners, um <laughs> on how to do that, how to package those laughters and make them infectious. Well, I most definitely believe in you. I feel like that is an important thing to do, especially right now, because I feel like this is the time where people really need that positivity, you know, good vibes only. Good vibes <laughs> so, only. Yes, yes. <laughs> so who has been your go-to person during COVID? Aaron, my my girlfriend, my my business partner, my kind of my inspiration and like my driving force. Um, she's really the other half of everything I do. So, and luckily we've been stuck in together. So I, I know that <laughs> I've had a way easier time than probably most people have with COVID because, because of my circumstances and because of the person that I get to be locked up with is the person I'd be locked up with anyway. Um, so, and she's really an, an inspiring force of, like I said, creativity and forward motion. And if you want to talk about building community and, and um, good vibes and inspiring good vibes only like she's the epitome of that in every single way <laughs> so lucky me right I'm glad you have that rock there to support you that's so nice that is very nice to have last but not least where do you see yourself five years from now hopefully living yes most definitely <laughs> beyond that everything's a bonus um I, ho I don't know man my life has been changing year to year for, for years. So I, I really don't know. And as long as I'm happy and having good interactions with good people, <laughs> you know, <laughs> having a good time, I don't mind. Well, I love that response. And I hope to see your project. I really want to see this get out for you because I think this is such a great idea to have and to do. And especially that you love capturing people laughing. Like, What's better? What's better? I, Amen. I, yes. oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I have enjoyed <laughs> interviewing you. Um, any any final thoughts? Any final thoughts? Um, you deserve a raise. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I I've gotten my raise today with with joy and happiness from you. I, I appreciate it. I love it. You just filled me with so much energy and joy. I can't even take it. I'm like, it's hot in here. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I had a wonderful interview with Dave Beckman. Until next time. Toodles.